One of the most vital tools for church is presentation software. So today we talk with an expert on ProPresenter 7 and the features it has that could improve your events next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other resources for your life and ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast, and my name is Phil Thompson. This is episode number 419, I think is what it is, and uh, it's nice to be with you today. Uh, my, uh, my my co-host is not with us today, Steve Lacey. He is a little bit under the weather, so uh, I figured I can just handle this with our next guest coming up. Uh, I will introduce our guest here in just a moment. But before I do that, I want to uh, encourage everybody that we have a webinar coming up. We've been we always say this every every week because we have a web a webinar every month now that we've been doing for the last year and a half, I think. Uh, and this webinar is going to be uh, called Twelve Steps to a Successful Streaming Easter Service." Twelve Steps to a Successful Streaming Easter Service. We're again we're trying to get this title longer kind of being a joke, but we always seem to have long titles. And uh, well, we're going to cover uh, some some do's and don'ts for your streaming on Easter, and uh, mostly do's. And uh, we've got some tips that I think will be very helpful to you. And that webinar is going to be March 12th. So I know we're cutting a little close there. I think Easter is the end of the month, right? March 31st, I think is Easter. Uh, anyhow, it's the end of the month, March 30th or 31st. But We've got this webinar. It's March 12th, and you can sign up. There's, It's free. It's about a half hour long. We'll do some Q&A, and you just go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv, webinar.streamingchurch.tv. And while you're there, you can click on the link to look at past webinars. We've done a bunch of them, and, uh, you know, we're always, as, as always, we're here to help you and your church. Uh, we are brought to you by streamingchurch.tv, and uh, that's who we are. So, uh, sign up for the webinar. I think you'll like it, and we'll cover some things that maybe you never thought of before, or maybe you have. So whether you're new or a pro at uh, streaming video, uh, hopefully we can in, can can add to the impact of your Easter service, especially streaming it on online. So there you go. All right. So let me uh, introduce our next guest here. Put my glasses on so I can read his bio. I've cut it down quite a bit because if I read the whole bio, we'd be out of time because he's, he's done a lot. Uh, our next guest is the author of Podcasting Church and Tweeting Church. You've got to change that to X Church, I think, right? And uh, he's a speaker. He's a writer. He is a podcaster himself, and he's a videographer, and he's running for president in 2024. No, he's not running for president. But uh, if, he was, if he was running, I would vote for him. Please welcome everybody to the Church Solutions Podcast, Paul Allen Clifford. Paul, how are you today? Well, I'm excited to announce my candidacy that I didn't know I was going to be doing. Uh, apparently, we would have three votes. Uh, you, me, my wife. Uh, I'm not too certain about my 22-year-old daughter. She could go either way. So, <laughs> Well, you got my vote if, if you're running, but uh, being a little facetious here, but, uh, you know, of all the people we interview, you're one of my favorite people. I, I don't know. I think it has something to do with the hair, but uh, you're one of my favorite people. You're one of the most diverse 
people I know when it comes to church ministry and on the tech side of things. And uh, I mean, you 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 do a lot of things and you've got a lot of experience and uh, you're traveling all over the place. In fact, you're going to be heading to Florida, I think, uh, after we're done with this podcast, because you're uh, you're working with training people with pro presenter. And that's what I really want to want to talk to you about today. We don't we don't sell equipment. Uh, our company doesn't sell equipment. We do recommend equipment. Um, and there's other presentation softwares out there, which we can maybe mention here in a little bit. But I do want to talk to you a little more about ProPresenter. In fact, we did a the webinar yesterday on equipment recommendations, and somebody asked me about ProPresenter 7. And I said, well, uh, I've heard good things about it. I've used ProPresenter 5, but never 7. And uh, we have a guest coming on uh, our podcast, so uh, listen for that. So without any more uh, further ado, let's talk about ProPresenter. So uh Pro presenter, uh, well, let's let's start with the basics. What is pro presenter? I'm sitting here as a pastor or even somebody that's new to the tech. Uh, what do I care about pro presenter for? So um, you've heard of PowerPoint. You've probably heard of Keynote, uh, Google Slides. Those are all presentation software, but they're really intended for the business market. So they don't have some of the little conveniences that worship software has. So ProPresenter, MediaShout, Proclaim, uh, Presenter, which is not made by the same company as ProPresenter, ironically. Um, these are all pieces of software that have some of the little conveniences that just make showing lyrics or sermon notes or video clips, etc., so much easier uh, for your church. And I might be a little biased, but quite frankly, I think that they're better than uh, the others. They're better than PowerPoint. They're better than Keynote. They're better than Pages because uh, video and uh, background videos, things like that are not an afterthought. They're baked in. So you can do stuff that you really can't do with some of the more well-known options. Hmm. Kind of like us, us with streamingchurch.tv, we, we're uh, made specifically for the church and for ministry. And so we have features, you know, built in that some of these other companies do. Now you mentioned something I thought was interesting. Uh, there's there's software called Presenter software, but it's not the same as ProPresenter. No, no. Okay. That, so ProPresenter uh, has been around since, I think it's coming up on... Uh, 25 years now and there was another company that made a uh, software that was called something else and i'm blanking on what it's called and then they changed the name to just presenter and i i jokingly call it amateur presenter because it's not as powerful as pro presenter and it seems like that's kind of an obvious mistake just from a branding standpoint but not my company yeah. i don't work for any of these companies. I work for myself and the churches that hire me. So I'm entitled to my own opinion, I suppose. Well, uh, you know, it, again, it kind of rings a bell with me because uh, we're streaming church.tv. And, and uh, a number of years ago, there was a company out there called Your Stream that uh, apparently took a look at us and said, hmm, we'd like to get in the char church market. Let's call ourselves churchstreaming.tv. Mm -hmm. And so we always, I get calls all the time 
uh, usually people complaining that they, you know, they can't get any help. Uh, nobody answers the phone. I'm glad you finally answered the phone after trying to call you for two weeks. I'm like, well, who are you? And then I find out, oh, you're not one of our customers. You're church streaming. Uh, and of course, we're streaming church.tv. And I, I'm sure they get calls as well, you know, but they never answer their phone, allegedly. So, uh you know, but yeah, so it's it, it's kind of confusing our, on, on our end, and, and I'm sure customers get confused all the time. So presenter is not the same as pro presenter. So there's other software right. out there. So uh, and and what so what really? Well, let's get into the streaming thing since since we do streaming video here. Uh, pro presenter a few years ago uh, enabled themselves to become to be able to stream services. So you didn't just have mm -hmm. presenting software that you could put on the screens at the church or other things like that, but but then you could actually stream with ProPresenter. And I guess it's ProPresenter 7. Is that where when it started? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I tell people this. Uh, think of ProPresenter 7, the number 7, kind of like uh, OS 10 for Macintosh. Like that was... For years and years, every version of their operating system was OS X. And they recently abandoned that like three or four years ago. But before then, it was like OS 10.8, OS 10.9. Well, ProPresenter 7 is kind of like that. They're in 2020, January of 2020, they released ProPresenter 7. And since then, they they shifted their business model a little bit. So um, one advantage that they have over some of the um, some of their competitors is it's not software as a service exactly in that if you quit paying for ProPresenter, as long as you have a computer that will run the version that you have, it'll continue to run. So there's that. But you can continue to pay... Um, like a maintenance fee, which is less than buying the software outright. It works out to like around a third of buying the software outright. And about once a quarter, they release a major update. In fact, I'm working with the beta of ProPresenter 7.16 right now, uh, where they've added three new features just this year. Uh, the last update was i believe november of last year so they're just pumping out the new features and just making it this incredible piece of software that can do just about anything you can imagine in the presentation world so it runs obviously on any machine uh apple windows uh ubuntu no, no, it doesn't do Linux, but and it doesn't do like a Chromebook, but it does the two major ones, you know, Windows and Mac OS. So if you've got one of those two, then you can run ProPresenter as long as the machine's fairly recent. You know, I wouldn't want to try and load it up on Windows 95 or anything. But, um, you know, I usually tell people, you know, the last three years if you've got a new computer in the last three years you can probably run pro presenter okay so you mentioned they had some, they had three big updates and we'll uh let's just start there 
what are these uh, these wonderful updates that ProPresenter 7 point, when you say 18, was that what it was? 16. Seven, 16, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. So yeah. so what, yeah. what are the three what are the three updates that they've done these new wonderful features? Well, so uh, people in the church production world might uh, run into this problem where someone comes and they have their iPhone and they've taken a picture on the iPhone and they uh, send it and say, hey, we need to use this for an announcement. You know, maybe this was our uh, daddy daughter dance that we just recently had, or maybe this is from a mission trip or something like that. And so they send this picture and it's H-E-I-C format. That's short for High Efficiency Image Codec. Well, that was all fine and good, but up until 7.16, uh, ProPresenter didn't support that. So you had to take the extra step, open it up in preview on your Mac, and save it as a JPEG or a GIF or a GIF, depending on who you talk to. You know, And now you don't have to do that. You just get it, you drop it into ProPresenter, and that works. That's kind of one of the... That's a convenience kind of thing. It just saves you a few minutes. But there's a going back to that, uh, someone takes a picture. Well, what if they take the picture vertically or they take video vertically? And then you want to show that in church. Before, you could make it have a blurry background in the extra space, but it was a couple of extra steps. In 7.16, there is just a checkbox that it's, it says zoom and blur, and it takes the image, zooms in on it, and blurs the background just, just by checking that checkbox. So that's the second thing. And the third thing is ProPresenter is really powerful, and it has these actions that you can do um, on individual slides. Well, a few years ago, people... Uh, had gotten so into doing these that they'd have, you know, four or five actions on a slide. And so renewed vision added this thing called macros where you could save those four or five actions and then reuse them week in and week out. Well, uh, with 7.16, they've added folders. So you could have, they call them collections, but it's basically folders of these macros. So you could have, uh, a collection of ones that influence your lighting console. You can have a collection of the ones that you use for the youth program, etc. And you can do a lot of uh, organizing that way. And they've also changed the ability to update the icons on those so that uh, it's really easy to tell at a glance what it does depending on uh, what you've changed the color and icon to be. Yeah. You know, it sounds, you know, those things you mentioned sound like they're tremendous when it comes to making it more convenient to make some changes or to, uh, I mean, we've all worked in churches and we know that uh, some pastors are the kings of last minute stuff, right? Uh, you know, they walk in the door and uh, the service is going to begin in, in, in an hour. It's like, oh, by the way, here, here's a picture I want to post, or here's a video I want to post, or here's something. Uh, it sounds like those kind of uh, uh, of improvements really make the person running Pro Presenter, the person running the tech stuff, 
makes their life much easier. It seems to be right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm given to some exaggeration. I, I like a little hyperbole as they say, but uh, this is not an exaggeration. When I tell you that a former pastor at my church would sometimes have the sermon notes delivered in the song before the message. <laughs> so like, and then, sure? Maybe we were working for the same guy. Are you sure? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, and then what? what's really annoying was like in his mind, he had a different iteration of the notes. So he'd say, and look at this picture. And we didn't have that picture. <laughs> Never seen that picture. And he hadn't given us enough time to go, okay, is this exactly what you want in the order that you want it? Just to double check. No, no. He had an assistant that brought it in and said, oh, yeah, it's totally right. And then it would be the middle of service and we'd be like, uh, yeah, he just called for something that didn't there. <laughs> we, we can't do anything about it. We, we, we can't generate this out of nothing. Um, yeah. So. I'm laughing because I can relate. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this podcast and can relate. And there's probably some people that are guilty as charged there listening as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough. I, and look, I, I was a, a senior pastor for eight years and executive pastor for probably 15. And uh, I mean, I know it's busy. It's 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 a busy life when you're in ministry and there's lots of stuff going on. Uh, so we're not, we don't want to rag on these people. Uh, that are our last minute, uh, last minute uh, Louis, but or Lu Louise's, I guess, because it doesn't matter. But uh, it seems like, yeah, with 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 what you're saying here, can certainly help <laughs> with these last second changes. Uh, can certainly make life easier. So, all right, so so let's let's just kind of go back to the back up the taper a little bit. Uh, Pro presenter seven. What are some of the? Give me some of the best practices for ministries, you know, that, that they can get the most out of pro presenter. Yeah. So uh, one thing that I think is like, if you're in the pro presenter world, you probably know this, but not everyone does. And that is you can download a version of pro presenter for free and play around with it. So if you're thinking about, you know, we have pro presenter five, you mentioned, uh, or six, and you're thinking about upgrading, but you're not sure, you can download the free version. And the difference between the free version and the paid version is a watermark that shows up from time to time. Other than that, it's identical. So you can download it, play with it, learn it, make sure it works on your machine. You know, you'd hate to spend however much, depends on, you know, how many services are going concurrently that you would want to spend uh you'd hate to spend all that only to find out oh yeah you know how paul says if you've got a computer from the last three years we thought ours was from the last three years turns out it was eight years ago that we we upgraded just you know yeah. when you get older time flies i so, totally understand uh, that yep <laughs> yep 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 so uh so I you can you can 50, fool around with it so yeah i get it you just turned yep. 50? So that, oh, good for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. It's all downhill. Yep. Uh, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I'm just kidding. I'll be 66 here in a couple of weeks. But uh, so, uh, all right. So, so people can play around with this thing. Um, right. All right. So, and again, we're not, 
this is not really an infomercial for pro presenter, but this is kind of your specialty besides other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm a pastor or a tech guy here. And I'm thinking we need, we've got all these different things floating around the desk in the back there where the, where all that stuff is. If pro presenter can stream and do some, some other things, uh, I mean, how hardy is it? I mean, is, if I'm going to do, if I'm going to use it as a live encoder to do streaming video and I'm also, mm-hmm. I mean, can, can I still use it to project stuff on the walls? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, is this going to be okay without crashing? Is it going to drain my CPU on my computer? Uh, how hard is it to set up? Uh, pick one of those questions and answer it. <laughs> well, uh, so let me start with, can you project lyrics and sermon notes and such in person and also do it online? Yes. And you can reformat the secondary screen so that it looks a little bit different. So the way most people do it in their church is they'll have full screen graphics. You know, the the words are taking up most of the screen. But online, they want to have what we call a lower third. Uh, Those of us in the video production world are familiar with that. That's a graphic that is on the lower third of the screen. So what ProPresenter can do is it can have kind of an alternate version where the same words are in both places, but they're formatted slightly differently. So you could do that. Uh, In video production, we have... um, the ability to remove backgrounds, and that's called keying. Well, ProPresenter can do, uh, can send out an image that's fine for a luminance key, an image that's fine for a chroma key, or an alpha channel, which is the best of all three of those, which it's not removing any particular color. It just knows based on the hardware that it's getting the information from what needs to be transparent and you can plug that into your video switcher and it will just remove the everything that's not supposed to be there and it also does translucency so the lower third could have a background on it that you can kind of see through a little bit and that's something that like the super bowl was on not too long ago and i'm watching all their graphics and everything and i'm thinking you know, the the stuff that they're doing here, the hardware for this is tens of thousands of dollars. With ProPresenter, I can do a lot of that same stuff for an off-the-shelf Mac or Windows machine and uh, some fairly inexpensive software. So, you know, it's expensive compared to, well, I got PowerPoint with the computer, but compared to the high-end video production software on purpose-built computers that uh, these um, these television stations are using, it's, it's very inexpensive for how powerful it is. We'll get to the price in a moment, but let me, let me ask you this. Uh, can I use it for webinars? Yeah, I do. So, yeah. Really? So you so you use yeah. ProPresenter for webinars, and yeah. and uh, uh, this is nobody cares about this except probably me, but uh, so you you uh, can can people 
can people like participate with chat and those kind of things or do you or do you do you layer that over something else so that yeah can... so so you can uh send it to zoom for example you can mm -hmm. send it to other uh software um okay. so things like wirecast obs those can all take it um okay. and so you can uh do it that way so okay. yeah. it it doesn't do webinars itself but it can interact with all right. the other stuff so yeah. um in addition to just a hardwired uh video feed you know over hdmi or sdi you can also send what's called ndi which is a virtual screen over the network so you can send that to other software on the same computer or software on another computer and you don't have to put in a special cable or anything it just you know, if yeah. they're networked together, they can talk. Yeah, and, and that was what I, I was getting off track with the webinar thing. I, I'm sure Steve's listening to this thinking, you know, come on, you're, you're getting way off base here. But but if I have ProPresenter and I want to send something at my church and I want to send something to another room in the church, uh, I'm able to mm -hmm. do that with ProPresenter. Yep, absolutely. And, and so. of course, as you just mentioned, uh, the, uh, the network at the church could do that as long as the network's healthy. Right, right, right. I mean, if you have a bad network at your church, you're fairly weak. That could overwhelm it, you know. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's really nice because you can you could be doing things because there's other you know there's there's a lobby area maybe mm -hmm. uh, that, where people there's there's even maybe a kids area. Uh, I remember years ago, this is long before uh, streaming was really popular, like around 2000, 2001. Uh, I, we would just run a cable. Uh, from the the camera feed at my church where I was senior pastor, and we ran it downstairs so that people could see, mm -hmm. you know, in the nursing mother's room. We had nursing mother. We had lots of kids, and so we had nursing mothers, and we had a big TV in there. People could see the service, but that was using, mm -hmm. you know, cable. That was using, you know, but but so you can just do that now magically using uh, your your church's internet or uh, or some other way, for that matter. Right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. So um, what I didn't say earlier is sure you can do one screen for in person and another one for your live stream but pro presenter can do up to eight screens all at the same time so you could have a special one that is just for the nursery that is formatted somewhat differently that is better for where it's going to be right. Whereas the live stream, maybe you're thinking, well, most people are going to be watching that on a phone. So you would format it a little bit differently for, you know, yeah. a screen this big as opposed to, uh, you know, a TV in a room where uh, there's a bunch of rocking chairs for the nursing mothers to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It sounds really interesting. So uh, there's other software out there, other, other, uh, uh, presentation software out there, of course, as you mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast, uh, and and you're saying that they really don't compare to what ProPresenter has. ProPresenter well, Seven. Let me put it. Let me put it this way: Any church that doesn't worry about the amount of money, uh, so the hundred largest churches in the country, for example, I can walk into that any one of those churches, you, you could blindfold me, just drop me off and say, we're at one of the 100 top uh, 
largest churches uh, and I would walk into their tech booth and say, show me your pro presenter. And they would have it because it's just that powerful. And it's just this, it's a wonderful thing. Um, in fact, one thing that I should say is while it was designed for the church market, when you first install it, there's a little checkbox that says, Hey, are you a, are you in the house of worship market? And if you say no, then it hides the Bible. It hides the CCLI stuff. Um, and the reason for all of that is because there are, it's so good that there are a lot of secular organizations that are using it. And I can't think of any secular organization much more secular than the U.S. House of Representatives, which is using ProPresenter. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, they're, you know, pretty, they're, they're pretty secular, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very famous stand-up comics that you would know that uh, when they go out on tour, they're... There are people when they're putting up graphics or video clips or whatever, they're using ProPresenter because it's just so much better than PowerPoint. Wow. It's wow. a Ferrari. Compared to a Ford. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, before you go here, a couple things I want to do. I want to, I, I want people to know how to get a hold of you. Also, I know you're going to be traveling and hey, people might want to come and see you. But also we mentioned, you mentioned, you know, in comparison to everything, the price is reasonable. What is the price? Mm -hmm. So you need a license for every computer that's actually going to present to people, right? I mentioned the free version. Well, that's going to have a watermark that comes up from time to time. It's designed to be annoying because they don't want people just to use it without paying for it because the worker's worth his wages, right? So... Um, for one seat, you, it's, uh, $400, $399. Um, and that you can use that as long as you've got a computer that'll run it. So it's not the case that in a year, if you quit paying that it quits working. Some of the other ones do that. You have to pay every month or it just quits working. Uh, so that's uh, one thing to consider. But for churches and churches only, in addition to single seats, they also have a campus license. So if you're in a larger church where at the same time you've got uh, your regular church service, you've got a youth service, you've got a children's service, maybe... Uh, Sometime during the week, you've got a recovery service that may not be in one of those normal rooms. So while you can you can turn off the license in one place and turn it on in another, after about three, it makes sense. Well, after two, when you go to the third, it makes sense to get the campus license because the uh, the single seat is three ninety nine. The campus license is nine ninety nine. So that's uh, that's a really good price, and you can have up to twenty of them running at the exact same time for uh, is, that nine ninety nine. So is there you meant is there like a maintenance thing or something? The monthly maintenance. Uh, what do you call that, and what is it? Yeah, so it's called ProPresenter Plus, and I'm trying to see uh, what the 
price is of that. Yeah. But it's about a third of whatever your license was. So it's, I want to say it's $130 for the single seat and like $300 for the campus license. And that gets you both support on an ongoing basis. Although, you know, the, the Facebook group that I run alongside renewed vision, that's free and you can uh, ask questions all the time there. And people do, uh, we've got over 55,000 per presenter users there. So we get a lot of questions about it. Um, but if you want to reach out to support that is included in that uh, yearly fee along with all the updates, which as I say, there are major updates about three or four times a year. And I just uh, told you three released right. in the last two weeks, but there's a ton. Yeah. So uh, a quick question. Uh, I'm running ProPresenter on my uh, computer and my computer crashes and I have to put it on a different computer. Do I have to buy a, a whole nother license? No, no. Uh, so if you're, Two situations. Situation number one, you foresee that your computer is about to bite the dust. You can go through, there's a little button where you can unregister. Just click on the button, unregister, you're done. Situation number two, you don't see it coming or you saw it coming, you put it off a little too longer. It's just dead. It's not coming back. Uh, it doesn't no matter what you do. Yeah. It's not going to no rise resurrection the of yeah. the computer. Right. We've got resurrection in the bodies, but not of the computers. So um, there's not, if that's the case, you can reach out to support and they'll transfer the license over oh, okay. for you. All right. So okay. they'll, yeah. you just log in with yeah. your regular code once they've done that and you're good to go. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're out of time here. Uh, Paul Allen Clifford has been our guest. So, Paul, one, I, one thing I love about you is you're easily accessible. You mentioned a Facebook group. Uh, you've got several Facebook groups, I think. But so, so how can mm -hmm. people get a hold of you? They have questions about. And, and look, uh, I've gone, I've gone to you before for for different questions, not just about Pro Presenter, but about other things. Uh, uh, how can people get a hold of you? Well, I'm on uh, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Paul Allen. No, I think it's Paul Clifford, actually. Let me just double check that here <laughs> real quick. I know if they Google Paul Allen Clifford, they'll find your yes. website, which is Trinity. What's your website? TrinityDigitalMedia.com is yeah. Yeah. Uh, my company website. Uh, but I've also got uh, ChurchTechU, short for university.com. And both of those, uh, you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash uh, ProPresenter users group. And that's that large ProPresenter group. I've got a smaller ProPresenter group as well that I uh, haven't advertised a lot. I just, I was a moderator there and the owner uh, couldn't take it over anymore. So he let me have it. So you have it too. Yeah. Plenty of places. Yeah. That, that's the nice thing. You know, uh, today uh, we run across this all the time because we, we're a streaming company, but we get people calling us all the time going, you know, I, I was with this other company and, and nobody would talk to me. Couldn't nobody answer my phones two weeks before I get an email. But the nice thing about people like you is that, you know, you can relatively get back to people relatively quickly. 
uh, mm-hmm. uh, either with Facebook or or those kind of things. That's one of the things I think that that to me makes a big difference uh, because when you're in trouble, you need help, you know. And right. and it's it's nice to have somebody uh, on the other end of the email or even social media will reach out and help you. Okay, so you're we're going to wrap up here, but you're going you're you're going places. Where, where are you going to be the next uh, week or two? I don't know. Tell us in case somebody well, wants to stalk you or something. Yeah. Yeah, so tomorrow I am hopping on a flight uh for a uh live training in the Tampa area. So we've yeah. got uh That's I, February 15th, right? Yeah, February 15th. You're going to be in Tampa. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We might. Yeah. Depo- well, yeah. that, Go ahead. that's when I'm flying out. It's actually the following Saturday. So the okay. 17th, weekend. I think, is. Okay. Right. Yep. Uh, and then um, after that, I'm, the very next weekend, I've got one in Western Kentucky, like a, about an hour north of Nashville, actually, uh, in a little place called Bowling Green. Oh, and, my my uh, wife's neck of the woods. That's where my wife is from. That area, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so it's actually where my college roommate lives. So oh, it's, it'll okay. be cool to see him. Yeah. Um, and you can see everywhere that I'm going to be if you go to tdm.fyi/events24. I've just got a list of events there that uh, oh, wow. I'm going to be at, and there's a pretty good list. I'm pretty booked until mid-May, actually. Oh, wow. You're going to be in the Tucson area, Phoenix, or something like that? I have talked to people in Arizona, but not yet. Uh, I do have a warm place in my heart uh, for Arizona because my wife and I, before we got married, we were out at the Grand Canyon with uh, the aptly but not creatively named A Christian Ministry in the National Parks. So, Okay. All right. Well, we're a little south of there. We're in Tucson. So, but right. uh, yeah, if you get around this neck of the woods, look us up. Okay. Well, look, we're done here. Uh, as far as time goes, uh, Paul Allen Clifford's been our guest today. And uh, folks, if you missed all that information, driving down the road or something, and you don't want to listen to it again, uh, you can always just reach out to us at streamingchurch.tv. We have webinars coming up and all sorts of things that we do. And if you want to, you got questions about ProPresenter or you want to get a hold of Paul, uh, just go to streamingchurch.tv and you can chat with us or leave a message there. So, Paul, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much for your time today. Well, I'm glad to talk to you too, Phil. So, looking forward to next time. All right. Same here. And, folks, uh, thank you for spending some time with us today on the Church Solutions Podcast. Steve Lacey will probably be with us next week. I'm Phil Thompson. Please take care of yourselves and each other. We'll catch you again on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast.